Jets fan. Yes. As a battered Jets fan. Hello. You play to win the game. <laughs> like I can't. How am I gonna do that? How you I make that jump? I appreciate that. Let's I go eat a damn snack. We're taking receipts, and I can't wait to shove it down everyone's throat when it comes around. No question about it. I am ready to get hurt again. Welcome everybody to episode number 48 of the Battle Jets Fans Podcast. I am your host, Daniel Granada, and alongside me as always is Mr. Bearded Fanatic. How are you doing, sir? Sir, can I say something before we get started? By the way, I'm doing amazing. Obviously, the Miami Dolphins are 5-1 in the AFC East, but I want a personal thank you from you, your fan base, all your followers. What did I say? I said the last time I said this. I jinxed you guys, and you guys got the dub. Danny, what was the percentage for a dub that I gave you guys? I said no chance in hell you guys <laughs> you guys go in. I'm sorry, not go in. That you have Philadelphia come in, play you guys, and you guys escape with the dub. Escape is probably the best word to use. So, ladies and gentlemen, if you're a Jets fan. escape? Really? You think escape? All right. Well, we're going to get into that. that. Pick. That pick, that pick, yeah, man, definitely escape. But no, no, no. But we'll get into it. But it was a close game, no matter what. It was a close game. But yes, sure. you could all, you could all drop thank yous in the comments. I jinxed you guys again, and here you are with two big dubs. After I said you have no chance in hell to get a. It was dub. funny because both times you said that. I, I think you might have said it in reaction to my saying that I was optimistic. Because mm-hmm. last year against the Bills, for whatever reason, I just like, I just feel good about this game. And then this week. Again, I don't know. I, maybe it was the fact that we've never beat them before. Like there was just a lot of things that just had me like, you know what? I think it's time. This defense is gonna show up, and they're gonna they're gonna represent. And I honestly thought Zach Wilson would have a better game. We're gonna get it to Zach Wilson also. But man, does it feel good to win? Especially a game that just about everybody, including myself, because I chose them to win. But when I when I heard that both Sauce and DJ Reed. And Brandon Eccles, which is technically our fourth cornerback. Everybody's saying top three but because Michael Carter always plays the nickel. But he's our fourth quarterback. When all three of those guys were out, I was like, this is going to be a lot tougher than I was hoping. But I didn't want to lose hope. And somehow we still managed to win because that defense, man, that defense is just – could you imagine this defense with an above-average offense? Like, oh, my God. Uh, I'm pretty sure – by the way, shout-out to Zach Miller – Oh my God, the Jets won. I'm going to cry. Repping that three and three proudly out here. So happy. And listen, I'm happy for you guys. You know, um, what I'm feeling the love too. It's, it's better when, um, and when we do a show, and obviously our teams are victorious in that. But again, listen, I take my thank yous in the form of Venmo, Zelle, PayPal. <laughs> You're all welcome for this dub. But no, let, let's be serious. Um, let's start with Zach Wilson, right? Let's start with the negative. Zach Wilson, this defense comes in to, Jet Life Stadium allowing like 340 plus yards passing in the air and Zach Wilson comes out of here 19 of 33 for 186 yards Zach Wilson this was your game to show us and by the way Nathaniel Hackett wasn't calling a conservative game he was trying to get the ball downfield he was trying to get him easy passes and he struggled he struggled but in all fairness this Eagles defense is still good regardless of them allowing 340 plus yards a game right so they were getting after him. Oh my God! Um, your your rookie guard also went down. Joe this Pittman game. went down. 
Yeah, I, I, I when I saw that, Rich, I'm like, Rich or whatever how you pronounce his last name, he came in and I was like, my God, how is this possible? Like, I know that everybody suffers through injuries on their offensive line. Yes. But man, two years in a row, it's been rough. But let's get to the point you just made at the very end. Yes, Zach Wilson definitely struggled, and I'll let you talk about him here in a second. But you said, could you imagine if we had at least an above-average offense to keep up with the way this defense is playing? Sir, look no further than the Kings of the AFC East right now, which I just talked to you about the same exact thing. It's great having the number one offense, but there's going to come a times where your offense struggles. And you're like, hey, our defense is going to back us up. Right now, you have a defense that's backing you up. We need that. So I know exactly what that feels like for you, but I'm on the counter part of it. But yeah, dude, it's – did you expect this defense to show up the way it did? No. No, and what what has been my biggest gripe with this defense? Taking the ball away, they get you three. They don't. They, they they never take the ball away. It and it's and it was crazy to me because every last year it was like, but this defense is so great. This defense is so great. I was like, I don't think they got not not one takeaway in the last like five or six weeks. At some point, if you don't take the ball away, you're not a great defense. But today, the defense won them the game. They ended up with four turnovers. Should have been five. Because Jordan Whitehead should have came down with that pick at the end of the game, that Hail Mary or whatever the hell that was that Jalen Hurst threw on that last play. Uh, I thought it might end up being five turnovers. But great game, and they're still starting a little slow. Mm-hmm. Right? They gave up that touchdown in, the, in that 90-yard, 19-play drive, which if you want, we can get into that right quick before we keep Let's going. Let's do it. They, they did the stupid brotherly shove or whatever the hell they call that crap. And they did it from like four yards out. And they said that it wasn't a touchdown. They called it a fumble. And for some reason, when they went and reviewed it, they overturned it. Yeah. Now, my question is, is it has to be inconclusive, right? <laughs> it, it, it has to be inconclusive in order for it to get overturned. How is it that it got judged not a touchdown and then they looked at the replay and they said, oh, yeah, I can tell that his knee is not down before the ball crosses that pylon. To me, there was no clear sign that the knee didn't touch the ground. Now, I know that they were ch- checking to see how, if it crossed the plane. But still, if you're looking at the play overall, like. Something that we obviously can't see as fans. Do you remember they, use, they always have the sidebar of the guy, the head referee guy, and they asked him, they're like, how do you overturn this? And I said. New York has this capability of putting all the still images together to be able to create an angle that us here at home can't see. And apparently the angle they came together was his body was straight enough while breaking the plane. And that's what caused it. I agree. I agree with you. But the Eagles don't get the type of calls the Kansas City Chiefs to get. So I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt this week. But nonetheless, it didn't hurt you. It didn't hurt you. No, no. I would have been a lot more upset about it right now if it would have hurt us. But. Uh, but that play, and then at the end of the game, that A.J. Brown catch on the sideline, how how was it that that supposed a million different frames that they have, all of a sudden it's like, oh, yeah, we could tell that his knee didn't touch, but you couldn't tell that he was bobbling the ball on his way out of the uh, – out, out, come on. Like, that was frustrating as hell also. But whatever. We're not going to talk about the referee. Listen, the NFL script is on fire today. The final five and, uh, undefeated teams both went down today. Yours and the Browns wasn't the same thing. You made the opposing quarterback look human. You made him look human. Jalen Hurts has been playing very well at the quarterback position. And 28 of 45, 280 yards, 
and with no DJ Reed and with no Sauce Gardner, you force three picks. One by the defensive player of the year. Hasn't happened yet. It will. My boy, Quinnen Williams. Quinnen Williams was a monster, but you know what? I think his brother, Quincy Williams, might be having a better year. Oh, he was balling. That, but every week he's balling. He, he is going to be an all-pro, and we're lucky that we signed him to the contract we did because that kid is going to make so much money. That kid is balling in every week. He's been great. Um, I, I guess we can go back to the first quarter. Let's we gave it. up that touchdown, and it seems like the Jets were making them work for everything. Mm-hmm. Right? That one touchdown drive was 19 plays, 90 yards, and they barely got in. This defense is stout and it's looked good. Now, our offense, on the other hand, is stale. Like you said, Zach Wilson had his opportunities. He's looking for Garrett Wilson every chance he gets. Right. But outside of Garrett Wilson, there doesn't seem to be much cohesiveness anywhere. Listen, Brees so, Hall and- was having a, was having a tough-ass time against this defense as well. So let's not all put it on Zach Wilson and saying he only had Garrett Wilson. Garrett Wilson, eight catches, 90 yards. Brees Hall out the backfield, five catches, 54 yards on top of the third, uh, 12 carries for 39 and a touchdown to seal the victory for you guys. But we kind of expected this, Danny. We kind of expected not an offensive output against this stout defense that the Philadelphia Eagles have. Now, what we all were wrong about, everybody, I don't give a fuck if you're saying that you, you called this, everybody called that there was no way in hell that this defense was going to be able to keep up with this offense. And even both your best corners out, how did you guys manage to do this? Oh, man, our defensive line, the pressure we get is 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 pretty amazing, honestly. Yeah. Huff and Jermaine jo- Johnson, sorry, Jermaine Johnson coming <laughs> off the edges. Like, there's, there's a reason why Carl Lawson is now on the trade block. Jermaine Johnson has now come into his own that second year. Yeah. Huff on the other side is another monster. Like, this defensive line eats. And that's that Will McDonald hasn't had a chance to play yet, our first-round pick. Like, he really isn't even seeing the field. So this defensive line is what's going to carry this defense overall. And then when you have C.J. Mosley and Quincy Williams behind them, like, this defense is just a solid defense overall. Now, I know, like you said, we didn't think that they could hold up against this offense. But if I had to pick, let's say we're starting a franchise. Right. And for some reason, they tell me, you could either start this franchise with a great defense or a great offense. I'm going great defense always. Because mm-hmm. I, I feel like with a great defense, you're in just about every game. Like you have an opportunity to win. It doesn't matter who comes in. You're like, we have a chance. A couple things go our way. We, we'll just score five or six field goals, get a pick six here or there. Like we have a chance to win when you have a good defense. And because of our defense, people are still thinking the playoffs are a possibility. I mean, I've been saying it since week one, but people are starting to believe also. You said it after the injury to Aaron Rodgers, even after suffering a couple of losses, you were like, I still feel confident enough that Zach Wilson could probably get us to the playoffs. Now, mind you, seeing Aaron Rodgers throwing the ball before the game starts, Dude, dude's wa- walking, walking. I want to know who operated on Aaron Rodgers and Jalen Ramsey that they're both going to be able to beat their timelines. Like these guys are older. He, these guys are older. And Danny, Aaron Rodgers may be back sooner than later. And that was something that we talked about. Wait, yes. wait, yeah. wait. That was something yeah. we talked about last week. And we said, yeah. if it comes down to it and you're one game out, would you throw Aaron Rodgers there? You may you may get them three games, like you said. 
You said if it's three games, I'd be more open to it. You may get them back with three games left in the season. A couple things. One, even even no matter Hold what. On. Hold on. LaMonica Smith rapping out here for the ACs. You know what I am, baby. You know <laughs> what I am. Let's go. All right, go ahead. Go ahead. Um, even if it came down to one game, I wouldn't put them in. Like I told you, it'd have to be right. three, four games. Let me start that. But, but, but let, let's be real. Zach Wilson didn't look great today, and a lot had to do because he was getting pressured. We, a lot of a lot of injuries are happening on the offensive line. Even if this miracle happens and Aaron Rodgers comes in, how are you feeling about having Aaron Rodgers behind this offensive line? Zach Wilson got sacked five times today. And he could he, run he around. He was running. And he could run around. Correct. And, yeah. and he was running. And in the first half, whenever he saw an opening, he was taking off and he was picking up rushing yards. Let me see how many rushing yards he had. He, he, he rushed four times for 15 yards. Like when he had an opportunity, he would run the ball. Aaron Rodgers, one, can't do that as it is. And two, I don't care how quickly he's coming back from this injury. He's not doing that after coming back from this injury. So I don't know how we're feeling about Aaron Rodgers possibly coming back this year if this offensive line is still in bad shape. Again, bad shape or not, you cannot replace what Aaron Rodgers gives you here and what he gives you here, which is my which is my right arm. But 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 Manny, would you put Peyton Manning back there? No, hell no, no. Exactly. I... <laughs> but be, but that brain is there, but he can't move that way. Like you, you can't. Like I, I look. If this offensive line is still looking the way it is, I wouldn't risk putting them out there like that. I, I so would. You're telling me. You're telling me. You beat the Eagles. Yep. You face the Dolphins in a few weeks. I say that you do end up beating the Dolphins. Okay. Now you're flirting with that for sure. That wild card spot. But if I'm beating these teams, but, but, but wait, but wait, but wait, but wait, but wait. Then let's say you lose two stupid fucking games, like sometimes our teams do, like and you lose to a team that you're not supposed to lose to. Because of Zach Wilson, right? And then you're 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 there. You're like Cam Smith on the Dolphins. You're knocking at the door, but you're not fully in the doors yet. You're telling me on the line right now that you said, and I quote: "Super Bowl or bust is too much. Let's at least get in the dance and maybe win a playoff game." Your best chances are Aaron Rodgers. You're telling me you're willing to give that up just to let him rest until next year? If I think that he's going to be out there getting beat up by the defense with by the opposing defenses because the offensive line sucks. I mean, if yeah, I, I could see. Look, it's appealing to have Aaron Rodgers back there, obviously. But what I saw today, like Aaron Rodgers wouldn't be able to hold up against these defenses. This offensive line is getting beat up. I don't know what, what is going on that we get injured so much. But I also think Aaron Rodgers has capability of getting rid of the ball quicker, seeing where he's going with the ball faster, and when it's not there, getting rid of the ball. Aaron Rodgers will take less hits behind this O-line because he knows how to play the system. I mean, the, the he knows how to play the quarterback position really well. And that goes without saying. Two-time MVP, he knows what he's doing back there. Zach Wilson does not have the eyes that – um, Aaron Rodgers does. And that's why if it's three games in there, ooh, ooh, LaMonica Smith, you yeah. Listen, LaMonica Smith, at Bearded Fanatic on Twitter, we need to keep growing this Dolphins community. I know this is a Jet show, but she came out here with the fire, man. I, I, I need it. I need it. But All right. 
you need to have Aaron Rodgers back. If, if he has the capability of coming back and you're knocking at the door, there is no way you pass up the chance to make the playoffs. I'm sorry, you don't. I, I can't I can't agree with that. Well, a couple of things that I wanted to talk about uh, that were negatives today. Besides yeah. the fact the offensive line, Joe Tipman went down. Zach Wilson was running around because he had that much time. Um, that second touchdown, the poor tackling. Mm. The poor tackling. Jordan Whitehead, instead of wrapping it up, just bounced off of this kid Swift, ran in for the touchdown. And there was another one where Bryce, no, Bryce Hall. Yeah, Bryce Hall. Mm-hmm. Went ahead and tried to tackle AJ Brown, and that's a big boy, like, by the way. Yeah, boy, but way. still, you gotta you gotta wrap him up. You gotta wrap him up, and because he didn't, he went for forty nine yards. Like it was a, a it was a missed tackle that led to forty nine yards. Went into the inside the five yard line, and then mm-hmm. two plays later, another missed tackle by Jordan Whitehead. This time led to the touchdown. It's like, come on, man. And again, it's hard to get on the defense at all after today. I was about but, to say, like, you're I'm, nitpicking. You're right, nitpicking. I'm, but right I'm now. nitpicking some things that I saw that, that was a little frustrating. And that was more than anything in the first half because after that touchdown, that was done so. And just to get onto that, remember we were talking about statistically first and second half for the Jets? Sure. So I updated the numbers, right? So first half, the Jets this year in the first half have allowed 88 points. Mm-hmm. That's 14.6 points per, per, per first half. Second half. They've allowed 31 points. That's five points per second half. So obviously, obviously, this team wakes up. (laughs) This team wakes up. Halftime adjustments are done, and they put the clamps down on the opposing teams in the second half. So our defense is looking good. We just got to get that that going a little earlier. But I get it. Adjustments happen, and I'm glad that our our coaches are adjusting well at halftime. Your team is 3-3. and Yes. You're you're with in fighting position. Mm-hmm. In fighting position for second place right now. Like we did not expect this a couple of weeks ago when Aaron Rodgers went down. We always knew and listen, we said before the season, even before Aaron Rodgers went down, we said in, in in the training camp episodes that we had, the Patriots will be the bottom barrel of the AFCs. We just knew we felt we all felt and I remember you were trying to be like a little a little optimistic and be devil's advocate about it. You're like, I feel like because everybody's shutting them down. They may surprise a lot. They ain't surprising nobody. We, the rest of the people that thought they were going to be at the bottom, they're, they're there. But what we didn't expect is that with the loss of Aaron Rodgers, you guys would be in the position you're in. But what leads me to this point, we may nitpick on Zach Wilson thinking he had a better game, but you know what he did do? Or he didn't do it, I should say. He didn't turn the ball over, Danny. Those, throws that, those, those throws that Salah talked about a few weeks ago, when they talked about benching him, He's not making any turnover-worthy throws, and he did it again today. Yes, there were there was obviously a lot of misses. He went 19 of 33, but it was either to the receiver or nobody was getting it, and that's what I noticed from Zach Wilson's game tape today. Yeah, he's going for the easy passes, and I think we have to give him credit for, I mean, just not losing us the game. Right? He's not winning us the games. Right. The, the only game so far this year that he would have won us but didn't was the Chiefs. And that's because he didn't get the ball at the end of the game because I think he would have the way he was playing. But he's not losing us the games, and that's what you kind of want, right? Uh, especially if he's a placeholder for Aaron Rodgers where everybody seems to think he's coming back this year. Right. Uh, a couple more things before we head out of here. Sure. There was a fourth down play where Tyler Conklin runs a dig route short of the first down. I'm not sure why. 
our players tend to do that so often, but they're constantly running routes and stopping short of the first down. That's one. Zach Wilson found them with the pass. He caught the pass, but a yard short. That's frustrating. Two, clock management. We have a lead. I'm sorry, we're down two points, and we have the clock on our side. The Eagles only have one timeout. At that point, what do you do? You run the clock out, and you go for that late field goal, and then make sure that your defense kind of wins you the game. Yeah. The coaches didn't communicate this to Brees Hall. The Eagles let him score, and all of a sudden, we give the Eagles the ball back with a minute, what was it, like a minute 40, something like that, which is a lifetime. Now, right. I understand that our defense is playing well. You texted yeah. me before I could text you, and I said it. When when you guys picked it off, ran it back, and they scored right away, I said, you left way too much time on the clock, and the Eagles had two timeouts. So I, I was feeling the same way you were feeling, but you texted me about it first. Yeah, because you knew that they were going to let them score, and when it happened, it was obvious that they let them score. But how does this not get communicated to Brees Hall? Like, these time management issues that we've been having, that's something that uh, that's like – People don't really think about too much when they think about like the grand scheme of things. Like, oh, we have a good offense. We have a good defense. Time management is very important in close games. And Rob Sala has done a really poor job of that. Last week, before the, the end of the first half, where Zach Wilson let the clock run out and I didn't get any points out of that drive. This week with this, this could have cost us. Now, luckily, our defense was playing out of their minds today. But, I mean, these are the type of things that could hurt us. With all that being said, though, even with Aaron Rodgers, even with Aaron Rodgers, we said if you go the first six games and end up three and three, that's a win. No other team in NFL history has started six games of their schedule against teams that won 12 games or more last year. First time that any team has to go through that gauntlet to start the year. Mm -hmm. And we ended up three and three. And even with Aaron Rodgers, before the season started, we said if we can make it to three and three, we feel pretty good about our playoff chances because things get a lot easier after game six. And here we are. We're three and three. I'm feeling pretty good right now. I'm going to drop one for you. And no, I'm not saying this is going to happen. I'm just saying there's semblance, there's semblances that you could compare to. We said this name at the beginning of the season when Aaron Rodgers went down. So I was doing my little homework here while you were dropping some knowledge on us. It's hard for me not to look at the rankings of this team that I'm about to say and look at the quarterback they play, quarterback play they had throughout the season and into the Super Bowl and not say that you guys can't replicate the same exact thing. Obviously, the offenses are much different now than they were what I'm about to say, but the similarities are there. The 2006 Bears. Rex Grossman finished that season. 23 touchdowns to 20 interceptions. Zach Wilson could probably replicate that same exact thing. I could see that. The defense for the Chicago Bears was allowing 15.9 points a game. Now, if we take the average that you just dropped on us a couple of seconds ago, saying that they're only they're only giving up five points in, in the, the second, second half. half of games, let's say you give up 10, 12, no, 13 no, in that first half. Just, and not just that, the fact that often, like, I mean, the game is different now. People score a lot more now. Correct. Correct. Right, right, right. But this defense is stout. Listen, yes. look what they look what they just did to undefeated Eagles. I'm just saying, I look at these similarities and I'm like, 
if we see growth, because remember, it's still early in the season. If we see some growth from Zach Wilson where he could maybe put a touchdown on the board and not turn the ball over, maybe put two touchdowns on the board, maybe with one interception, he could have a Rex Grossman type season. And this and this defense can have a Chicago Bears type season in 2006. Well, I will tell you that next week, and we're going to talk about next week when we, when we get back on on Wednesday, but next yeah. week against the Giants, this team needs to show out. Like That's one of the few opponents where you're like, all right, let's show what we can do right. because we're finally not playing a top defense. We're finally not playing a top offense. Like We're playing against an all-in-all -all bad team. So you have to show out against a bad team. And this is that one road game that's technically a home game because it's at Jet Life Stadium, even though the Jet Life Stadium will be covered in blue. So we, we're, 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 we're what we wanted to be. If we win next week, four and three heading into the bye, which is where a lot of people thought even with Aaron Rodgers we might be. Mm -hmm. I got to say, Manny, I'm feeling pretty good so far. I still think that with this defense, the playoffs are still a possibility. And we were talking about it earlier when we were recording our other show. Yeah. What other defenses are there in the AFC? It's the Browns, the Ravens, and the Chiefs, I think, were the top three defenses Correct. outside of the Jets. I mean, there aren't many good defenses in the AFC. I, I'm with you. I'm, a, I'm When you tweeted what you tweeted, I called you out on right away. But long behold, your optimism has stayed fair, and you guys are at 500 with no Aaron Rodgers. That, sh that should be what every single Jet fan takes away from this. And any single time that another fan base talks shit, you're at 500 with no Aaron Rodgers. All the flack that Zach Wilson has gotten, all the flack that Sauce Gardner has gotten, that he holds everybody. No Sauce Gardner, no DJ Reed, and you guys beat the undefeated Eagles at home. I'm sorry. Th that's a... And and considering those first six games that we played, I'm, I'm look, again, all Jets fans right now should be feeling pretty effing good because we're, we're in a good position right now. I agree. Um, any final thoughts, Manny, before we head out here? We're going to be back on Wednesday to preview the Giants game. Surprise the esh out of me. Um, take flight needs to enjoy this one. Take flight sure. fans, take flight team. Y'all need to enjoy this one because everyone and their mother counted you guys out and you walked away with a dub, man. I, I don't know what else to add to that. If at three and three and you've beaten the teams that you've beaten, you're a 500, there's no reason you should still not think about potentially making the playoffs at the end of the season as a wild card. Yeah, I, I agree. I, I know that it, it's not easy, right? Good teams sometimes just have bad years and they don't make the playoffs. But the way this defense is playing, I feel optimistic and I think we're going to make the playoffs. I really do. I've been saying it since week one and I'm not going to get off that now. Quick shout out before you before you lead us out. Obviously, you know some of my boys that from the Carroll City squad. Some, some are Eagles fans. Some are not Eagles fans. So they said, did the Pigeons really go ahead and lose to that airplane team today? That was uh, – <laughs> That was that was good. That was good. Yeah, man. Look, and to add to that, one of the reasons that I felt good about this game is because I know sports are just working a weird way. Right. The Eagles are five and zero, and they were twelve and zero against the Jets. We had the only team in the NFL we had never beaten. Something had to give. Something had to give eventually. It can't go on forever. So it just felt good, man. I'm, I'm really feeling really good right now. About to take the kids to have some ice cream because we celebrate with ice cream every time the Jets win. So we're about to go do that. No last words. Oh, you did have some last words. I did. I did. If you are listening on audio, thank you for listening all the way to the end. As always, we appreciate you. Please leave us a five-star review, comment, review, all that other good stuff. And if you are watching on YouTube, thank you for watching all the way to the end. Please like and subscribe. And if you joined in on the chat and you 
participated on the chat. Thank you for participating. We appreciate you taking the time to join us live. And until the next one, have a good one. Take flight, y'all.